All right, friends, let's talk today about finding your helpers and how to choose friends and lovers and mentors and coaches that can actually support you. I have learned so much about this. Um, I mean, really over the course of my life, but as I continue to say, the last two, three years have just been like a fucking PhD in life, a PhD in my life and what it means to be Deka. And I've been taking all of these classes that I didn't realize I needed to take. So I have been doing that and learned a ton about this. And I actually wrote some notes down um, because I, I can go on and on about this, but wanted to make sure that I touched on a few points. So Starting out, like, let's lay the foundation. I absolutely believe, particularly, you know, if you're here, that means that you are interested in self-awareness, you're interested in personal development, you are some form of spiritual, believe in God, all those kind of things, but absolutely are like wanting to have a mirror held up to yourself or to start doing, you know, self-inquiry, you're into all of that kind of thing. So if you are like me and you like to push and challenge yourself and, you know, you, you, you're constantly unfolding and on this path to becoming who you feel like you were sent here to be, what you want to be, all of that good stuff. It's super important that we connect with people who not only enjoy doing that as well, but at some point, it's not just enough to kind of have our people, our friends who are lateral. We also need those people who are like vertical, like somebody who can hold a bigger, um, what do you want to call it? Somebody who can hold like a bigger vision, people who we look at that we realize, oh shit, I didn't even know that I wanted that, or I didn't even know that I was into that, but you have now given me Um, you've now painted the picture of what this could be like. And absolutely, I want to go in that direction, right? This is really, really fucking important. But it's also important that we know that like there, there are things you need to remember when you are choosing all of these people who are going to support you. And one of the biggest issues that I see in this area is we end up, you know, whether that's paying people, whether that's choosing friends, whether that's, you know, people online that we're calibrating to, whatever it is, we end up choosing these people based upon their end result, where they have gone, while we are completely fucking neglecting how they got there. And let me tell you, how you get to a place is so damn important. It is so crucially important because we are here in these bodies, we have these lives, and to a certain extent, in the broadest sense, we all want the same thing, right? Now you get into the minutia, the details, and it looks a little bit different for each of us, but we are all essentially wanting the same thing. But because those details are different, how we get there matters. If I have said it once, I have said it a million times. So... It's so fascinating for me to see. And here's the thing. I have done it myself. And so this is not me, you know, on my high horse telling you this is really me talking laterally because I have now like, oh, had a revelation about shit for me. And it's something that I want to share with you because I know if I'm doing it, other people are too. But it's not just enough to pick them from where they are. Like you really need to understand, you know, are you with this person who maybe cheated on you five, six times, or maybe they gave you a STD, or maybe they have, you know, had a baby, you know, outside of 
the outside of the the sanctity of your your commitment or whatever it is and you may or may not know all those details but you see the people online and it's like oh my god I want a relationship like Sarah oh my god I want a relationship like such and such oh my god these are relationship goals pause you don't know these people you don't know what it took to get there and unless they are you know, number one, really transparent with their business, or you know them personally, you're not going to. And I think even with the transparency at some point, none of us are going to get online and tell every single fucking thing. Um, So it's important to pay attention to. I think this is one of the reasons why for me specifically, I do love to follow people who are transparent. I love to follow people who talk about the nasty things, who talk about the things that, um, you know, maybe are, um, that's like socially we might normally shun away from or why would you admit this or why would you say that that for me it um, it's deeply like it's something that I deeply deeply honor to be able to see people because I know what courage that it takes and of course I honor it because it's something that I also do like as much as possible as soon as I get the revelation I want to share because I know what it's like to be in those places and think like am I crazy is this just happening to me? Is it not happening to anybody else? So it's one of my like foundational tenets that like once I, you know, I keep saying kind of get the revelation, but once I make it through this thing to turn around and like share it so that at least I can attempt to try to pull somebody else or to let somebody else know who was where I was that, hey, you are not alone. You know, me too. This also happened to me. So when you are looking at these people that you like, make sure that, you pay attention to how they are getting there. And I would actually offer that if all you're really seeing are the really pretty things and the good things and they're not getting into, you know, the fucking nights where they don't think they're going to make it and when they're at the edge of their capacity, you might want to think twice about um, trying to follow their path because the reality is you don't fucking know their path. And this doesn't mean don't like these people. It doesn't mean don't follow them. It doesn't mean don't be friends with them, but it does mean pause and pull up because you don't know what you think you know. And particularly, um, I don't know if I will have shared the episode before this or after this, but I did a podcast episode talking about stress and making sure that we're fighting for the right things and really knowing how you want to get to a place. And so again, like, I know what a, if we use the relationship example, I know what a um, really healthy, beautiful, expansive relationship would feel like for me. And I don't want that whole path to be littered with fucking broken glass. No shade to anybody else who may have done that. But at some point, you know, it it can't, it can't, every step can't be broken glass. That's not really going to work. So um, a few things to remember. Number one, like, again, capacity is really, really important. So it's, their capacity should be similar to yours. So if you are looking and trying to calibrate to people who have a capacity to just like run themselves like an engine, or I think about Gary Vee, like I think he said he only needs a couple of hours of sleep a day. I already know I can like Gary, but I'm not enrolling in one of his programs your capacity and mine are not the same thing because DMR needs 
at least eight hours of sleep a day to be able to function well. And I'm not going to start shaving off time to like, Beyonce only has 40 hours. Beyonce has a whole lot of fucking money and a whole lot of goddamn help. We are not in the same boat. And that's never been something that I've said to myself. I'm not going to like shame or pressure myself in that way. We're not in the same boat. I don't want to do it that way. I want time to be able to breathe and think. And I need a lot of alone time. So when I think about people whose paths I want to follow or calibrate to, or I love how they got there. I want to follow and calibrate to the people who solitude is a thing for them. Going silent and going silent for however long it takes is important to them because this lets me know that our capacity is similar. So it's the same thing kind of like for dating, right? Like you want to figure out what's important to you and what your values are. And then you only like connect and share your body with those who demonstrate that they are in agreement not just saying oh yeah girl I believe in solitude too or oh yeah girl I believe in self-awareness too it's not enough to say it I have to see it demonstrated in your life that this is something that you um, are in alignment with this lets me know about your capacity and then to also I would say pick some people who or pick people who somewhere have some kind of a connection to your story. And of course, these are things that take time. This is also why you don't just jump into any type of relationship. I don't give a fuck if it's a friend, if it's a lover, if it's a a coach or a mentor or therapist or whatever. Uh, Well, therapist is a little bit different because actually there is a, um, there's not a, it's really a one-sided relationship, right? It's not you and the and the therapist meeting each other and sharing your stuff. The therapist is there to support you. So, um, I would take the therapist out of that equation. But when you are thinking about um, the people that you have in your close orbit, this is the thing. If they know nothing about your life, if there's nothing that they can um, empathize with from your life of like, have we had any similar situations? You know, if you're talking about somebody who, let's say, you know, maybe you have had some form of abuse, whether that's, you know, physical abuse, domestic abuse, sexual abuse, whatever that is, and neglect. And then you're, you know, whether that's friends, whether that's, uh, uh, and I, I would probably say more mentors and coaching, because again, this is where we're kind of investing and you want to calibrate to somebody. But if they have no experience with that at all, there is a part of you that is not going to feel seen unless they've done some training they can't fucking relate to that. They don't understand what that experience is like. They don't understand. And so again, does this, does this mean that I think that everybody, you know, if you've been abused in some way that everybody you work with needs to, needs to have been abused? No, but then this is where things like trauma-informed training become really important, right? Because if there is no connection point, if there's no empathy, it's going to be very hard for you to find some resonance in their strategy and approach as you guys continue down the path together. So something else to remember too, is that like, nobody knows what's better for you than you. And I know that, you know, 99.9% of you listening, learn the exact opposite growing up, right? It's like our parents know best. Um, Don't ask why I said what I said, you got McDonald's money, all that kind of stuff. But the reality is, it's time for us to really let this sink in. And this is something that we absolutely need to um, start to decondition from and like, let go of this idea that somebody else knows better for us because it somebody else knows better for us than us, because it drives so much of our behavior. And so it's like, 
you know, super important to stop hiring and laying your soul at the feet of people who claim to be the expert on what you specifically need. We need um, others to like mirror us and to a certain extent trigger us like in the good way and open us up to things that otherwise wouldn't have opened without their assistance for sure. Fuck yes, a thousand percent. But that doesn't ever mean that they know more than you. And so it's something that I think about that I always tell my doctors, you know, when I am meeting new doctors and we have our first appointment and stuff. And my thing is like, you know, I do want to tell you about my philosophy to make sure we're on the same page, because if we're not, then I'll find another doctor. And that is this, that um, I am the only expert on me. You are not the expert on me. You have an expertise and you and I partner together And both of us are focused on my healing, but you are here to advise and consult me. You do not tell me what to do. I am the expert on myself. And so, you know, I have had doctors that have been like, "Mm, yeah, whatever, sis, or I don't believe that. And then I've had other ones like the one of the, the primary care doctor that I have now that is like, oh, my God, yes, I love hearing this. Thank you so much. Like, I can't solve everything for you. I don't know what's normal for you. I don't know how you're feeling. I'm not in your body. We need to collaborate together. And so it's really important, I think, to partner with people, um, again, across the board that understand that you are here on a consultant basis, but you don't know everything. (laughs) You do not know everything because that can be very dangerous because what's happened is you end up abdicating your personal responsibility to yourself thinking this person knows more than me. No, you may have more expertise. You may know more based upon who you are, what you are and wanting to go. But this gets dangerous because again, so many people are not doing like that self-inquiry work that there may be things about myself that I haven't realized. Like I said, there may be ways that I realized I thought I wanted to operate at a certain speed and I don't want to actually do that. And so that's not about being wrong. It's just that my eyes have now been opened to something about myself that I didn't know before. So remember that the people that you meet are just one grain of sand on your entire journey. Do not give your power over to be abused. Um, Then another point is, you know, there are thinking about the ideas that uh, expand you and contract you. And this is kind of a bigger thing that you have to think about. But it's like, we can be in environments where, you know, there are some ideas that we hear TV, you know, radio, friends talking, um, um, mentor relationship, whatever. There are some ideas that we immediately and enthusiastically say yes to because it's like, oh my God, I feel so lit up by this. This feels really supportive and expansive and nourishing. And, you know, the inner child in me is like, yeah, this is a fucking full go, bitch. I'm all in. And then there are other ideas that make us contract. And the contracting can be, um, the contracting is really a lot of times like where we need to do our digging because immediately it's not always clear why right like some it, sometimes we contract not because they're bad but because they're immediately pushing up against our limits and our comfort zone sometimes they're triggering old stories and old, old wounds that are making our fucking child be like no hell no like absolutely not doing this again and so sometimes it takes time for them to settle in and for our inner adult to then step up and say yes i want to do this you know yes i can see where While this thing may be uncomfortable, it would actually be really good for me because it's pushing me out of my comfort zone. And, you know, this is absolutely the direction that I want to go in. But 
that takes an inner awareness. Again, it takes slowing down, it takes time, and it takes self-inquiry. We have to get curious about like, hmm, why did I immediately say no? Am I scared? Um, is this really not right for me? Or am I just scared and fearful and scared of doing the same thing, of doing doing the same thing over and over again? And this is where, again, if you are not in the seat of your own authority, you will have people telling you that you're scared to do shit that's like, no, I'm actually not scared. It's actually, this is really triggering. This reminds me of growing up or this reminds me of a bad relationship or this reminds me of a situation I was in where I felt really unsafe and I don't want to do that. And if you're not slowing down to trust yourself, if you're not slowing down to allow this awareness and allow these downloads to come up in you, you are going to miss the fucking boat on that. And so it's like, you know, know that when we're hearing these different ideas, like your adult within has to remember that you're safe and that ideas and processes can be adapted and that we have a choice, but we're not little children who are powerless and just have to do whatever somebody else says. Sometimes things take time for us to realize and that's okay. So if you are a person who needs time, then do not hire people. <laughs> do not... um you know, I, yeah, I, I think about this more in terms of like expansive and when we hire these people or get in relationship or groups and communities where people are making a larger container for us, right? So do not hire people that are not allowing you that time to reflect, to be able to say, hmm, is this really right for me or is it not? That's not going to be a good move. And then also think about like, and this is really important and something even we've been kind of talking about in therapy, like what would it take, what would cause you to withdraw your support from somebody? And I think Adam Grant, um, who's like such a great writer, was talking about this uh, a couple of months back. But it's like, you know, we need to make sure that we're not fucking with people just because we like them. That's a great reason. And they can be people that you just like. But that doesn't mean you have to calibrate your life to them, right? That doesn't mean you follow their blueprint. That doesn't mean that you follow all their recipes and you take all their relationship courses and you're doing every single thing how they did. Like you just like them and you respect and appreciate what they've done. That doesn't mean that their way is right for you. And so you can... um you know, there's a difference between liking people and knowing that they align with our values, two very, very different things, particularly when thinking about um, mentors and coaches. And so it's super important to make sure those people align with your values. And this is also why it's important to take time to get to know people to see what they're about and feel them out that like, you don't just know them as um, you know, a colleague in a certain environment, or you don't just know them as a person who is, uh, you know, always the keynote speaker or always at Essence Fest or whatever it is, but that, hmm, is this actually in a more intimate setting and a more intimate environment? Is this a good fit for me? Um, and then the last thing that I think about too is, you know, when you are seeking counsel, uh, and I would include therapists in this too, when you are seeking counsel in any form, do not look to get it from people who are willing to do and sacrifice things that you do not want to do or sacrifice to get an outcome that you admire, right? And I hope you're following me. So said in another way, it's like this goes back to the constant thing I'm talking about, values. Like I am never going to sacrifice integrity and self-awareness. They're just, I'm just not going to. I'm never going to sacrifice my my honesty, like, right, my speaking up and saying the thing that needs to be said, if 
if me trying to get to this place that you are means that I have to shut my mouth and not say things, then I don't want to do it. And this goes back to making sure that we're aligned and we want the same thing. So if some people it's like, I want to do this thing really quick. You know, uh, I think about uh, the, the whoever that was that got the um, that bought the insulin company or you know how in the last like year or two last couple years insulin shot up to some like insane number and this is like people need this to live on a daily basis and so it became so expensive that people couldn't access the fucking insulin and if your thing is like well bro too bad for you you know should have had insurance or should have had a better job or whatever how you move and how you think and process and want to like move and live and be in the world is a million percent not in alignment with who I am and how I want to move. What the fuck do I look like turning to you to get counsel or advice? It's just foolish. And so these are things that I know are like really basic, but the reality is I don't think that we think about them enough. I think a lot of times we're moving so fast and wanting to make the connection and so excited and appreciative of where people are going and what they've done that we just want to jump on the boat without being like, wait, I'm the only motherfucker in here who can't swim and we're going out to the middle of the ocean. No, all you thought about was just getting to the island, right? Getting to getting to the other side. So you jump in the boat and nobody has on life jackets because the rest of them don't need one. Sis, you can't swim. You can't swim. (laughs) You don't need to be in the boat with the Olympic swimmers. And so these are the parts where, again, thinking about taking more agency and authority and control, like really becoming the adult in your life, becoming the authority in your life and having the courage to choose people who don't just have the result that you want, but they have gotten there in a way that is admirable, a way that's like, hmm, I think that that would feel good. I think I would want to try it doing that way. And the last part is, I think this this is probably age-based advice because you need to have some some data behind you in order to be able to do this. But it's like, trust what you know. If you have years and years of data of trying something, don't let people gaslight you into telling you that like, you know, you're afraid or you don't want it bad enough or you're not serious or you're not committed. Some of this is, you know yourself and you don't need to defend and argue it. It's just don't put yourself in an environment where you are going to have to defend the very core of who you are. So I love, 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 you know, mentorship. Um, of course, I love, love. I love relationships and Um, and friends and just being in community in general. And I just think about how can we do this in a way that is more supportive to who we are. Like I said, all of these things work for mentors and relationships and lovers. We're getting in relationships with people that we don't have the same values with because we had a good time or because we had chemistry or because the sex is really great. And that's great, but that doesn't make a long-term healthy relationship. Like you have to, I heard a rabbi saying this the other day, but like you have to really love the process of being in relationship and that type of surrender and commitment and what that means. And it's not you and the other person against each other, but it's you and the person against the problem. You have to have the same views and perspectives about relationship. And, you know, for me, conflict is a really big thing. Like I think conflict is really important in a relationship. I don't think that great relationship should be peaceful all the time. I think that there should be a energy of peace, but I think that peace 
absolutely can come through how we resolve our conflicts, right? So if I'm in relationship with somebody who like any type of conflict is a threat and we're always coming at each other's throat, this is going to be a problem. It's not a good fit. And then you start trying to adapt and do things instead of just making a different choice. So, so, so good. Um, I hope that, yeah, you're thinking about these things as you move forward and connect and calibrate and, you know, think about your relationships and the people and stuff that you want to be around. There are so many helpers out here ready and willing and, and really wanting to help. Do not do yourself the disservice of connecting with the ones who want to help in a way that you don't want to be helped. It does not lead to good places. All right. So that is all I have um, for today. And yeah, we'll talk soon.